right, boys. Welcome to another episode of I Call Next. We've got Gogia, JK, and myself on this nice wintry mix of a Monday. Dude, it's mad cold outside. I just went outside. I almost slipped and fell on dog yeah, pee. Uh, it's, it's not been a has not been a nice couple of days. I'm not a fan of this. I like it at first, and then gets real annoying real quick. Like I like looking out my window and seeing snow, and then I have to go outside, and I'm like, I don't like snow anymore. You like the at first? Least you don't have to shovel snow anymore. That's true. Well, that's because we live here. But if we're back home, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, shoveling snow is the worst. Um, but all right, man, what's good? All right. So let's see. Some some interesting stuff went down this weekend. Uh, big blockbuster trade. So Matthew Stafford has finally been traded. Uh, thoughts and opinions on it. Um, obviously, Rams gave up the first round uh, pick for 2022 and 2023, and a third round pick in 2021. And Jared Goff. Well, they had to give up Jared Goff, right? That was like a because money wise, right? Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the trade. I like it. I like it for both sides. Um, the Rams. Into a, I was gonna say the Rams did what Washington needs to do is they have a window and they they acquired a quarterback that can win in this window supposedly. They're in the win now. Yeah, they're in the win now. Period. Yeah. Right. They have no more first round picks till 2024. So. That's, hey, okay. but yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. Pieces though, they got the pieces. They knew they needed a quarterback, and they needed to revamp that position. So I'm, I'm happy with what they got, and they both, both are on the same, uh, same side, right? So Stafford knows that he wants to win immediately as well. So and they're kind of suited to do that. Exactly. I, I'm sad as a Washington fan that this, that move is not going to happen. I am happy for Matt Stafford. And I'm happy for the Rams. I don't have any animosity towards either organization i mean i think the rams i think it was a fairly even trade in the sense of the the lions got a lot of stuff like they got two first round picks right yep so they got the two first round picks they got that third round pick and obviously you're getting jared goff a new fresh start right and you got these first round picks so you at least have a quarterback to play quarterback for the next couple years right you don't you're not like oh shit we traded away our quarterback you can at least play games with a guy you don't have to worry about that position this year right it's it's a decent situation for Detroit I mean and Stafford now you guys are now the Rams are you have to be contending now you have to be winning so every move you make this offseason has to be to win right now yeah I actually absolutely love the trade do I feel like the the Lions or the Rams gave up too much I do feel like they gave up too much but at the same time I also feel like it's worth it. At the end of the day, you look at it. If your end goal is going to be, can I win a Super Bowl? You have two top five players at their respective positions. And I actually, you have one of the top one players at uh, Aaron Donald's position. And Jalen Ramsey, you can arguably say he's one or two at the cornerback position. You have both of those guys on your defense. That makes your team a championship level defense. I wouldn't say it's like they're very, very, very amazing. But because you have two players at the top five at their own respective positions, I would say they're a championship level defense. Yep. And you got to respect both of those guys' career by giving them an option on offense. Matthew Stafford does that. You got Robert Woods, you got Cooper Cup, and they've both been excelling with Jared Goff. So now you're getting a guy that's like actually very good. I mean, you look at his career and. A lot of people don't realize this. People are – because 
there was at least two or three people that like kind of messaged me about it that were like, Hey, like, I don't care what you say. Like, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford had an 0 16 season. That's actually incorrect. That was the year before Matthew Stafford came out. So he's never had that 0 16 season. And on top of that, for most of his career, he's been putting up great numbers with the exception of the 2018 season where he didn't put up uh, 4,000 yards while playing a full 16 game season. He's always consistently put up big numbers every single year. So I, I don't know how you can argue against this trade. You're getting a very respectable quarterback that's always been putting up numbers and it just gives you the opportunity to win. And on top of that, it also smacked the 49ers in the face because the 49ers were expecting to make a run for that. And I think to that point, players. though, to that point of the 49ers thing. So I heard conflicting reports about that, that they weren't going to pay anywhere near what the Rams are going to pay. Like they oh, were. So don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't I don't think a lot of teams were willing to pay what the Rams paid. I, I don't even think they're willing to pay what. Washington was going to pay. I don't think they were in a real running. I think they were like, hey, this is what we'll give you. Do you want it? Oh, no. Okay, bye. I think that was actually what happened. And what I'm hearing now from the Twitter reverse is that they could be making a run either keeping Jimmy G and trying it out for another year or at Kirk Cousins to see what the price is and if he's available. Because that's what that's what what's his name wants. Um, Shanahan. Him and Cousins are boys. And Cousins price should be cheaper. I mean, he didn't not... He didn't have a great season this year. I mean, and he has a ridiculously heavy contract. So it's possible. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but it would be interesting to see Kirk Cousins move to move there. Then Jimmy G is available. Where does Jimmy G go? Patriots could take him as well. So it's like. It's if a- I'm the 49ers, I would 100% go all in on Deshaun Watson. Like, tell me what position is lacking for the 49ers. I just feel like they don't want to do – they're not that type of organization to do it. They're, they're not, but, like, what position is lacking for the 49ers? Their quarterback. Yeah, agreed. That's, I mean, that's what it is. But, I mean – You look at your wide receivers, you have Debo Samuel and uh, Brandon Ayuk, both pretty good. They both have good seasons. You have George Kittle, who's one of the best tight ends in the league. If they can wait, bring back are, Williams, like, that's I, one of the premier left tackles. And on defense, we all know about their defense. But I have a question. Why would, question. Well, yeah, go ahead. No, I was asking, but why is everyone just so ready to give up on Jimmy G? He was hurt all year. It's not like, it's not like you know, like he was bad. He was hurt. Like, and then the year before that, weren't they in the Super Bowl? Like, they were I, in the Super Bowl be, not because of Garoppolo, bro. Garoppolo. I understand. I understand. But like, I mean, like you were there. You just have to win that game, right? Like. Meaning, like you can get there with that guy. He's not. He's not Rex Grossman, right? He's not that. Like he's serviceable enough. It's but. it's, but it's like you said, right? It's it's one way to sit from this side and say that's all they need. There, there's a reason why all teams couldn't just go and do what they're trying to do: get a quarterback. That's all we need. Like Gogia said, I'm in the same boat. Uh, he did. I mean, they got there. He's one game away from it, right? Um, not every team's gonna have the luxury to pull off trades like this and do this. Garoppolo has one season where he played 16 games. One. Yeah, but you know how it was. it is with quarterbacks, right? The quarterbacks, like, he's had unlucky ones. It's not like he's, like, injury-plagued. He's had unlucky injuries. You know, it's, it's not like Sam Bradford where, like, the man was just made of glass. I just feel like he's just – it's shit out of luck Go a few get. years in a row. Go get. Yes. He got traded 
back in 2016, 17 seasons, right? Yes. He has one season where he played 16 games. Okay, okay. What He's was his first? What was his first injury? An oh, ACL I, gotta, tear? I gotta I gotta look into what the exact injuries were, but like, okay, but like this is at my the point same is time, bro. You no no because an ACL tear an ACL tear an a no no an ACL tear is not a I'm made of glass and in an ACL tear is I was hit at the right angle to make that shit pop right like that's just what it is and that just ruins your season right like that doesn't make you injury prone I just I just I don't think he's been having like concussion issues or whatever I mean I don't think it's enough for you to like tears one season give me the other three then he played the others the season before that 2018 2019 he played right he played three games which year did he tear his ACL so he's played there four seasons is what you're saying right yeah what did he do this year I don't remember I mean, I, I, to be honest, I, I just think he was just unhealthy. I don't even know what his exact. I, I just, I, again, I don't but think like, you have to sell that. At the end of the day, they traded a second round pick for him four yes. or five years ago, and they have one season with him playing all 16. And Grant that was the one? That was the one season that they went to the Super Bowl. Ah, man. I get that. But are you willing to risk your team? on the health of your quarterback that has not been able to prove that he's been able to stay healthy. I understand your point. I'm not disagreeing with your, I don't, I don't, I am disagreeing with the the health part. I understand your point. And yes, I, I get, so, if they make, if they make the move, I wouldn't be like, Oh my God, they, they fucked up. So I these are the they three, have to. So yeah. these are three injuries he's had, right? In 2016, he had a shoulder AC joint sprain. Uh, so that was in 2016, 2018 was the ACL tear. And then in 2020, he had the high ankle sprain. So all unrelated. It's like, it, luckily it's all unrelated, right? So he's not like, in, in my opinion, injury plagued is like, like made of glasses when it happens to the same thing over and over and over again. Like and Jordan it, Reed is injury plagued with concussions. You know what I mean? According, like, and according to the sports in, injury uh, predictor, chance of injury is 28% for 2021. They can't predict that. I know. So I thought stupid. it was hilarious. I'm like, what are you going off of? Like, <laughs> every player is the same amount. Not only is it that, but it's what is, what yeah. is RB3 and Jordan Reed's numbers on that website? You know chance, of, chance of injury per game, 2%. <laughs> projected games missed, 1.3. Durability uh, score of 3. <laughs> you know what? The, I bet you that if you look up Jordan Reed or you look up um, RG3, it just says currently injured. That's what it would probably say. <laughs> so, But even going back yep. to Garoppolo, yes. okay, the one season that we give him, right, 26, uh, 2019, where he played 16 games, yes, they won. He threw for less than 4,000 yards. He threw for 27 what? touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Okay, I got confused, and I, I, know, the, I know the point that I was going to make. My point is that you could go after Kirk, right, for a lot cheaper. And if you, as Kyle Shanahan, who has played with him, think you get the best out of him, you make that move, in my opinion. And I would understand that move a little bit more because what are you going to have to give up for Kirk? One first? I don't even think you got to give up first. I mean, exactly, right? So why not do that instead with a guy you know you've, you've played with before and you, as Kyle Shanahan, think you can make it work with him? I think that's the move that they make. And I was just reading on Sleeper that they're still exploring the option of Kirk Cousins. And I think that would be very shocking. to The dominoes of quarterbacks this year is going to be wild. It's going to be fucking wild because Houston's going to need a quarterback. Then Minnesota will need one. The Patriots still need one. What do um, – who's the, who's the other team I'm trying to think of? 
oh, if you're, if you're in Philly, what do they do? Their two quarterbacks. Pittsburgh's looking for the future. Detroit, I guess, now has golf. It's just like going to be a whole, like Chicago, what do you do with Mitch? Baltimore, do you give Lamar the huge contract? All that stuff is about to happen on quarterbacks. It's about to be wild, wild fucking offseason about quarterbacks. And Washington, I forgot the team that I root for. Oh, what what does what do the Cowboys do with Dak? Is Daniel Jones the answer? Man, this the NFC East alone is ridden, riddled with questions about quarterback. NFC East just needs to pick out of the hat whatever's left over. Literally, yeah, literally. So what what happens now with Watson in your guys' opinion? Because this move has happened. What where's where's Watson headed in your guys' opinion? Because I mean that's the chip that we know is going to move, right? The other chips we don't know if they're going to move or not, and I don't want to speculate. I see three teams actually in the running. Okay, let's hear. Washington, I do think, is a realistic possibility. Yep. I think the 49ers, realistic possibility. Mm-hmm. Granted, maybe they don't want to spend the money like Washington would be willing to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see the Chicago Bears trying to make a play for them. What about Miami or the Jets? Uh, Miami, I I don't know about Miami. And the reason why I don't believe about Miami is this is the same organization that drafted Tua. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, yeah, we're ready to punt on him right now. I don't – I don't. realistically, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. What about the Jets? And then you also have to give up your top three pick. So you already got a guy that was the top, like, five pick last year. And, like, I, I know the assumption is maybe you can get something like a Kyler Murray Rosen situation going on, which I don't actually think is a good comparison um, for Tua. I think, you know, they have to actually let Tua play and see what they actually got and give them some weapons. If they, if they draft Devontae Smith and with that number three pick, even though that might be a little high for Devontae Smith and Tua comes out and he starts balling. Okay. Dude, you, why did you need to trade Two first-round picks plus two or four, uh, you know, what's-his-face? Watson, yeah. So I, I don't see Miami being a real option. The Jets are a possibility, but I do I did read that Houston wants to kick them out of the AFC and just keep them in the NFC. So that's why I think the NFC teams are more likely. Gotcha. Okay, I actually didn't hear that, so. Do you guys see the uh, interesting tweet from Kareem Jackson uh, basically trying to recruit Deshaun Watson to the Broncos? No, I didn't. I didn't see that. I did not see Yeah, he's basically – obviously, they played together, so he's trying to team up with him again. But yeah. in Deshaun Watson's eyes, he has no intention of wanting to go there. So <laughs> I think what his – I guess his preferred list before was what the Jets and Miami. And then yeah. obviously all these other teams have been like the domino effect, like you said. Um, I personally don't see him coming to the skin – or to the Washington football team. Yeah. I don't I see the skins being a real option because they don't have the draft capital. Uh, we would we would say you've got what you've got uh, Chicago like you mentioned you have New England um, yeah. Colts Carolina mm-hmm. Colts I, I didn't understand the Carolina move because like Bridgewater didn't play bad he wasn't terrible you didn't give him anything it's like also the guy was like the short end of the stick every time right <laughs> yeah like I, I didn't understand the Carolina move like why why would you you paid all this money for Bridgewater. Why would you bring Stafford in for like two years, three years? It didn't make sense to me, but okay. I mean, whatever floats your boat at that point. Yeah, as much as I hate New England, I would love to see him go there. I mean, I, if I were him, I would want to freaking show up there. 
I mean, Carolina was willing to give up the eighth overall pick for Matthew Stafford. They're definitely in the running to try and make a move for Deshaun Watson. Oh, man. And, and Carolina, I, I don't I, – I, I'm kind of with you guys. Like, what did Teddy Bridgewater do that badly that, like, y'all just wanted to get rid of him? He just wasn't that great. But, like, I mean, he didn't have CMC. Like, wasn't I, that, that bad either. Huh? Yeah, exactly. No, no, I'm with you guys. I'm agreeing. I'm like, you didn't have CMC. You didn't have your best weapon, right? I mean, what do you expect in year one in the offense and where your defense was horrible? You kept having to put up points because your defense was horrendous. So that'd be a stupid move on their part. I mean, yeah, I could see like the Patriots coming out of nowhere, but I don't, I just don't feel they like do, it's going right? to happen. That's what they do when, when all these talks are going on, you have these top two teams, they slide in real quietly and then boom, pull the trigger. But did you hear this report about Stafford? Not, he said he'd go anywhere, but the Patriots, that yeah. he does not want to play for Belichick. And I thought that was a, and then the rumors are like, see, it was Tom Brady that can attract talent, not Belichick. So I guess we'll see how true that is. If they don't come in with a quarterback this year, they're not going to have a good season again. And then we're going to be talking about, oh, is Belichick even a good, 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 um, like not offense coordinator, good head coach at this point? I, I'd be shocked. I, I could see that happen next year. But man, I'm just I'm holding out. Watson to Washington. New New England is in the 15th position, and. I just, I just don't see Belichick making moves like let me get mortgage my future for they they normally are the guys that are trading to get picks not give away picks yeah that's why I just don't see it yeah they've never get, done that they've never traded away like oh let me give away like two first round picks to get get a guy yeah I get it no I, that makes a lot of sense I guess we'll, well see you can only do that for so long before you have to start <laughs> giving it up. <laughs> That's fair. Well, I mean, okay, I get what you're saying, but they also did like go like 20 years without losing with the system that Belichick put in place. Granted, yes, Tom Brady was part of that system, but at the same time, why are they going to go away from that system just because of one losing season? Because Maybe. that guy basically at this point, yes, I know where you're going to go with this, but at this point in time, it looks like he was the guy that held the system together. But even then, what they were seven and nine. What was their final record? Uh, I think six and ten, but I don't. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, like what was? Yeah, like it's not like they were like one of the worst teams in the league. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like we've gone back and forth on this every week. Um, There's no right answer. I mean, yeah, I feel you. It's one or the other. But at some point in time, if everything you just said before that, why Matthew Stafford didn't want to go there, didn't attract talent then you're going to have to give up something to make talent come. So you can't have both sides of it. There were seven and nine. You're right. Yeah. So, like, you're a barely 500 team, barely not a 500 team, and, like, that was with Cam playing horribly for you. So – I don't know. I just – I think that – I think after this year, if you don't – if you used to have this season again, then – and Tom Brady's still in the league playing well, I would just think that Belichick – you look at Belichick like, hey – You've never played without – you've never won a Super Bowl without Tom Brady, and maybe Tom Brady can do it without you. It's like that Dennis Rodman, like, MJ thing. We'll never know, you know, what – MJ never won one without Dennis Rodman. And technically, Dennis Rodman never really won one without MJ. Here it's like, yo, Tom Brady went and did it. Yes, he has weapons, but he's also 45 years old hey, fucking doing this. Didn't MJ win his first three without Rodman? No, sorry, not Rodman. I meant – I meant what's his You're name? You're talking about Pippen. Pippen, Pippen. My bad, my bad. Okay. 
Rodman for Tom Brady is what's his name? Um, Gronk. Just Gronk. going outrageous. All right. Anyways, let's get into the Super Bowl because talking about Tom Brady, let's talk about Super Bowl and not worry about all these bad teams that don't have a quarterback and talk about the two teams that have quarterbacks. So, so we've got the young buck who won last year coming yes, back for his back to back, and we've got the goat just looking to get one last ride but maybe two, <laughs> right? Depending on how he wins, we don't know what happens. So do we know, um, do we know Pat Mahomes' health? So what was the last thing he had turf toe, right? Yeah. Is he, is he good to go? Is he like, or is he off the, like, where uh, is he right now? I would assume that they will. Oh, he practiced on Wednesday. Yeah. He did. Okay. So last, then we're... okay last then... week, last week, Wednesday, he practiced. Oh, so if he practiced so, like... last week on Wednesday, then he's probably fine by now. Yeah, looking at Monday now. So okay, that's good. I, I just want to know that before I make any wild, like you know, wild statements. Yeah, I mean he, he he's limited, no doubt about it. Without a doubt, he's playing. That's that's not a question. Oh no no no, I'm not questioning if, if, he's gonna... if he's playing and he gets hit hard, or he gets hit awkwardly, which could happen regardless. Yes. How much more is he gonna play? I mean, um, I think he's gonna tough it out like Byron Leftwich at Marshall kind of situation. The, his yeah. offensive line will be carrying him. If he just gets banged up, he'll play. If it's something that could significantly injure him, obviously for further down the line, they're gonna watch it out for him because they've signed him to that long-term deal. Yeah. But uh, it would it would have to take something significant for them to not play him. Yeah, it would be a concussion for him to like be sitting at some point. I think that's what it would be a concussion. Which Where, is very likely, right? He came. He's coming off that concussion, so yeah. wrong hit, helmet to helmet. Something could re-aggravate that. Yeah, I mean, so I think what it comes down to, for at least from the quarterback position for both teams, for the Bucks, Tom Brady cannot throw three interceptions, and then for for Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, he cannot be hurt or injured in any way, shape, or form. Because if either of those two, if if Pat Mahomes isn't healthy and Chad Henney is what you're living and dying by Pat um what's it called Tom Brady's gonna have his seventh ring and it's gonna be gross to watch. But if 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 what's his name? Tom Brady has three picks. I don't see how they beat the Chiefs. Chiefs are way too high powered. Way yeah. too high powered. So the, the the key to them obviously you hit the first one. Tom Brady can't have those kind of turnovers, which as a goat, I'm pretty sure he's gonna come to this game and be smarter about those passes that he did. Um Obviously, the one that he threw, that was 100% on him. Another one was tipped off the hands of the receivers, so you can't really blame him too much for that. But yeah. he can definitely limit a couple of those throws that he did. Uh, I think the big stop here is we know that Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are going to feast, right? That's what they do. But you have to try to limit them in some capacity. Uh, I believe what was the Tyreek Hill was coming off 175 yards from last game, and Kelsey had two touchdowns. Yeah, it's hard to keep those guys in the end zone, but you, you got to contain. Like we know, Tyreek Hill in the open field is dangerous, right? Like he he turned up the field for what that like sixty or seventy yard run. Um, the yak for him is ridiculous. Um, those are the two main guys that are gonna have to watch out for. Agreed. I, think, I mean, yeah, I think it's gonna be a typical game where the Bucks come out, they score, maybe Kansas City goes down a little bit. They come back because what they do is second, third quarter, they score the most points in the NFL. Yep. It'll be a close game, but uh, I see Tom Brady and the Bucks edge it out and take the win. All right, let's 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 do this little game. It's going to be really simple. At the quarterback position, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Who has the edge, the Chiefs or the Pats? Who do you guys Chiefs. think? 
has the, what do you mean who has a better game or what if you're comparing the two you have Patrick to pick Mahomes. one for this game who's going to be better pretty much Patrick Mahomes. you have to give it to pat mahomes i agree what's up dude there, it, 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 all right there's, there's two different types of there's one thing where you give it to pat mahomes in the sense of pure physical ability pat mahomes no doubt yes now that winning edge that's that what, is kind of where you give it to Tom Brady. It's like yeah, I don't even I wouldn't even fully call it a winning edge. I would just call it like like his IQ of the game, right? He's gonna do yeah, everything exactly. power to slow him down. He's he's definitely got the the better IQ of the game overall. He knows what will allow them to kind of continue going off, and I think he'll control the game in that manner, slow it down, hard counts, do whatever he's got to do to uh, you know take advantage of the game. Agreed. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like the slightest edge I think that Pat Mahomes has. The slightest edge. If you were, if this was Tom Brady three years ago, I don't know if it would, it would be Pat Mahomes. So like, if we're talking about a guy like three years ago of how sharp Tom Brady was, it would be difficult, but I agree with you guys. It is Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, right just, just like you said, right? It's the physical talent alone. Like he's, yep. he's, he's good. He's really freaking good. He can launch that ball. Yep. Um, there's a reason why these receivers and he can put up four or 500 yards. Um, yeah. And no doubt in my mind, he will, I believe, have more yards probably than Tom Brady just because that's what he does. Um, but, again, Tom Brady's going to have that edge on the IQ of being in the league for 20 years, being in this position. Um, but, you know, no knock to Patrick Mahomes. He was there last year, so that's a huge edge for him too. 100%. So this leads me to the, you're saying Pat Mahomes got more yards, the running back course. I, I just feel like these teams are so evenly matched as I'm saying this that it's like, it's hard to make this like decision, but between the running back course, who has the edge here? The the Chiefs or the Bucks? They both suck. <laughs> Do they though? They no. Uh, for running back, you got to give it to. Uh, in my opinion, you give it to the Chiefs. The I'm Bucks more scared. Are- I'm more scared of the Chiefs running backs than I am of the uh, the Bucks. The Bucks? I disagree. I actually disagree. Maybe like two years ago or three years ago, Leonard Fournette doesn't scare anyone anymore. Yeah, but Roy Jones, Roy Jones, what was it? Ronald Jones hasn't playing well. He's been doing worse than Leonard Fournette in the last few games. I I mean, but then you look at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was getting stuffed constantly, constantly. And then Damon Williams is the guy that's actually playing. And I'm not really that scared of Damon Williams either. Or is it Dan? I yeah, think we all got to admit the running back position in this game is probably the weakest. I don't know. Okay. Out of all the positions that they got. When I said that they sucked, why didn't you, uh, why did you knock me on that so much? <laughs> I, I knock you. I think, I think Ronald Jones is having a good year this year. I think that he, he is. He the- was having a better year, but in the key games in the last couple of games, right. That was again, I believe Arash was bringing this up that he was the X factor when he wasn't, it was, he had like in the one of the games, it was like 60 yards and, Learn from that, like sixty yards as well. Well, I mean that's a good running back core together. <laughs> in in fairness, having one hundred twenty yards out of it, I I don't know what, how many attempts that. I think I think that the running backs for the Bucks have to show up if if Tom Brady's going to struggle. I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to they're going to one of them is going to have to show up. And I feel like the Chiefs' defense is a little softer than they've played than the Packers and shit. But all right, let's go to the wide receivers and then we'll just do tight ends and defense overall. Um, wide receivers. This is two stacked wide receiving course like stacked like you could make you could these are like five guys that could be number ones anywhere else at this point 
edge. The wide receivers on the Bucks is better than the wide receivers. You got Tyreek Hill. But the, the, you got to – all right, let me put it this way. If you combine wide receivers and tight ends, I give it to the Chiefs. If you leave them separate, I give wide receivers to the Bucks, and I give tight ends to the Chiefs. But, okay, can I ask why, even when you include tight ends, you would give it to to um, the Chiefs? Only because this is what – let me hear, hear me out – is they have Mike Evans, who, who was dropping balls, I'll give you that. Antonio Brown, okay. if he's playing – um, Chris Godwin, Gronk, and Cameron Brait, and that white dude, Anthony Miller, that for some reason Tom Brady finds a one random white Scotty dude. Miller. Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller, sorry. He finds a one random white dude on the roster and just throws him the ball a bunch. I mean, that's a lot yeah. of weapons. Who's the fourth weapon on, on the Chiefs? McCall Hardman. <laughs> and Hardman had a they, – they, they, they got what, Tyreek Kill, Hardman, Watkins. Um, yeah. That's the only reason I would say it's the Bucks, even if you combine the two. No, but here, here's why I would say it. Mm-hmm. I'd put Tyreek Hill as a better dangerous weapon in comparison to the any of the guys on. He's like two receivers, basically. Yeah, so here's, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, you have Travis Kelsey all the way up here, and you have, like, Gronk that's, like, here, and then you have, like, everyone else that's, like, a tight end in the league. Right, like Travis Kelsey is that much better than Gronk, right? I would also say Travis Kelsey is a better pass catching tight end than currently Chris Godwin is a wide receiver. I'd put him like more sure handed right now than Mike Williams. Like I'm just saying he's that much better than anyone on the on the Bucks. So I'm kind of going to go down your route of what you said, but I'm going to obviously with the combo. Um, I think that maybe you have more receivers on uh, Tampa Bay, like you were mentioning, Gogia, but kind of to Jackie's point, if you've got just Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, you can only cover so many guys, and that's where we saw where McCole Hardman and some of these other guys uh, are getting some of the easier catches or getting into the end zone. And I'll take those two guys – compared to four, you know, above average guys or one great guy, two average guys, whatever. Right. Yeah. It's just, they're, they're killing the defense and they can't be stopped and they just keep feasting. And when you put your best corners and your defense keyed on those guys, it's going to open up opportunities for the other guys. And Patrick Mahomes easily gets the ball there. And to your point, I didn't like Mike Evans. Mike Evans looked bad in the last game dropping balls. Um, so that's why I'm going to sway towards the, Again, that's that's from the overall talent perspective. I totally agree on the point of tight end. Like it's, I, I was just looking this up in the playoffs. Um, Travis Kelsey in two games has 227 yards, 21 receptions, and three touchdowns. The next guy is Cameron Bright, who has three games and 11 receptions, 149 yards, and a touchdown. Like it's like the gap is so big that I, yeah. I can't even argue that. That that's the, that's what I was trying to make, right? And yeah. I'm like, okay, like let's let's go into like Tampa. Let's look into Tampa, right? You had Antonio Brown come in, and it's like everyone knows, okay, he's a, he can be a dangerous guy. He can be a weapon, right? And the reason why he's such a crazy weapon is because you look at it, he's their third option, third or fourth option right now on that offense. What has he actually done? I know there was one game where he had like two or three touchdowns. But the, and, the but, numbers this year is 45 
five catches, 483 yards, and four touchdowns. Grant played half a season. But no, no. What I'm, but has he even played in the in the playoffs? He didn't play. I don't, I don't, I don't think he has. I don't think he's played. But we no, don't even know if he's playing. What I he would, probably will play, but you don't know if he is. So the thing is, like, I think the argument of like, of what's his name, um, Tyreek Hill being two wide receivers, I get it to an extent, but actually having two wide receivers that play means you have to have two corners on those guys right so and then your safety have to help so it's like yeah so my again i I told you i'm going with the combo right i'm taking him and Travis kelsey that's that's that second receiver um yeah they can't stop him they cannot stop him chris godwin out of the field right you're gonna shade to one side of the field yeah no i get it i get it i mean it's it's gonna be a crazy ass game I i get what you're saying and I agree with you. Like you have Antonio Brown, you have these guys. I'm just not going to go off the hypothetical. Yeah. You could probably throw him the ball 20 times. You'll probably catch it 15 or the 20 times. Right. Yeah. But this is a hypothetical it. in my book. I haven't seen yet. And I, what I've seen happen already in the past two games, I'm going with that. No, I feel you. And, and this, I just think all mm-hmm. we know, all we know is going to happen is this is going to be an offensive fucking blowout kind of game. Like it's about to be wild. So I'm not mad at either, any of the arguments. I think it's just going to be crazy at this point. I'm just bringing this up for the sake of argument. Right. So I get and it. I just kind of want to state, like, I still do think that Chris Godwin, yeah, he had a crazy season last year. I don't think he's that same level of player this season that he was last year. You know season. what it is? I don't think – I honestly don't think Tom Brady can throw it as far as James can anymore at this point. I think, that, and that's, I think that's part of it, to be honest. But I, well, I guess where I'm coming from is we are giving him so much hype because of his numbers last year, but he has been underwhelming this season. Part of it because they have to spread the ball out a little bit more. And also because Tom Brady doesn't have the type of arm strength. But, like, I just don't see him being a guy that's going to scare you for this for this game. Who should scare us is actually Mike Evans if he can catch the ball. I'm looking at his numbers for the year. He had 13 touchdowns this year. I didn't realize that. That's his best season. He's had a good year, and he's yeah. also had great opportunities in these past games, right? Yeah. He had uh, a wide open – or not – it wasn't wide open, but he had uh, – I think it hit him in the hands in the end zone. He dropped the ball. Um, he's got the opportunities. He's got the body size, and he's good. Like, he's got the skill sets. Um, and he's got the quarterback that's hitting him. He's got to make the big plays on the big stage. I agreed. 100% agreed. All right, let's just wrap up with defense. Which is the better defense? I think it's a box. I and mean, I think the Bucs have the better defense overall. Line, linebackers. Yep. We could argue secondary, but I mean overall. That's what that's what we've been arguing and talking about for the last couple of weeks, right? Can the Bucks D get the, get it done and get them there? Um, obviously, again, they keep they keep uh, Tom Brady. We keep saying keeps defying the odds of beating. Uh, uh, let's see, he went through Drew Brees, he went through the high powered Packers, and there's obviously one way that's done: uh, defense. When yep. Tom Brady turned the ball over three times, right? Yep. They didn't allow him to score, and that was huge. That's the only reason they won the game. Um, I mean, how often do you see Aaron Rodgers get the ball on three turnovers and not put up any points? Yep. Agreed. I agree. I mean yeah, – I, I give the front front seven of the Bucks. Yes. It's much better. Mm-hmm. And I give the back four of the Chiefs as a slight edge. Agreed. That That's literally – I can't even argue it because I agree. So it would be weird for me to argue a point that I agree with. <laughs> But no, you're wrong because I'm right, even though I agree. <laughs> so, okay. so let me let me let me get straight to it then. So, 
I already gave you my prediction. I think the Bucks are going to win. Arash has taken the Bucks. Gogia, I'm asking you first because we know JK is going to give some convoluted answer. It makes no sense how both teams will end up winning. But so should we you, ask? You should we ask him first? Because no, no, then no, no, we're going to go with you because he's going to confuse the hell out of us. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to pull a JK. My heart is telling me it's going to be the Bucks. My stomach, my gut is telling me it's going to be the Bucks. My brain is telling me it's going to be the gut. It's going to be the gut. It's going to be the Bucks. But I'm going to go with the Bucks. I think Tom Brady's just going to do it. It's just going to be one of those things where, like, remember when Jerome Bettis won that won the Super Bowl his yeah. last year in Detroit, where he's from? It's going to be one of those. And I think at the end of this, uh, when they're like, Tom Brady has the, he's going to have a good game. And they're going to ask him, oh, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do now? And he's going to go, I'm going to tell you to tell Bill Belichick to fuck off. And that's how he's going to go out. <laughs> he's playing at home. He's got to, right? It'd be wild if they didn't win because there's it's going to be a home game. Like, it's the first ever home game. If you lose a home game in the Super Bowl, man, you don't deserve it. Fair enough. So we got three for the Bucks. JK, I don't want to know what your gut or your heart or what you end up picking differently. Who is going to win the game? The Chiefs are going to win this game. All right. But is there a but to this, or are you switching that? Or No, I mean, I, I, I can't vote for Tom Brady. <laughs> That's what it is. I can't vote for him. I have you to can. go with the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to repeat. Repeat champions. I guess we'll see what happens. Let me ask you this, Pete. Who are you rooting for? Uh, the Cowboys. But... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be watching television that day. Okay. So I, I, I'll tell you what I'm rooting for. Um, I, I hate Tom Brady. I obviously I'm not a fan of LeBron James, but at some point you have to appreciate greatness. And if they're doing things that uh, like, I think you mentioned last week, we're watching something in our prime. Um, gotta, I gotta, I gotta go for Tom Brady to get that seventh ring. That's just unheard of. Right. Um, I'm all for the record books. Let him keep going. Gotcha. I'm going to be rooting for, I don't even know. I don't care anymore. I guess I'm just going to root for the Chiefs, but I don't care. I'm just going to be a fan. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be a fan. I don't care what happens. Yeah. I know that I know what, I know who JK is rooting for. He picked the who he's rooting for. So nice. Good. Yeah. Nice to be you. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's not even that. I don't even want to root for the Chiefs, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm always going to be that underdog. I, I always vote for the underdog. You know this. Right? What is the spread and, right now? Do you guys know? Do you know what the spread is right now? I'm confident that the Chiefs are the over. Let's see. Um, we all have FanDuel accounts now. Because <laughs> we're a bunch of degenerate gamble. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's a problem. Let's see. Sportsbook. I'm opening it up uh, right now. Super Bowl. In the city by three. Kansas City by three. All right. Okay. I mean, that, that means they don't know. That means it's a one possession game. That means they don't really know. Okay. Their analysis is as good as ours. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I ran the numbers. All right. You guys got any final thoughts? Who do you think you wins the MVP? Do you guys think have any idea? Do you think Tom Brady wins that MVP? It's either Tom Brady, it's either Tom Brady or it is Pat Mahomes. It's one or the other. I think that if the Chiefs win, it's going to be Tyreek Hill. If yeah, it's, that was my thought. I think that's what's going to be because I think he's going to do something crazy because he hasn't had a touchdown yet him, in the playoffs. It's either him or Travis Kelsey. I think one of them steals steals the MVP. 
I think either one of them is going to have a massive game. Yeah. I think they both are going to have massive games. And the reason why is because Pat Mahomes is going to have an even more massive game. But if it's the Bucks, I think it's going to be um, Tom Brady. I think it's going to be Scotty Miller. That'd be wild. It's going to be Tyler Johnson. Let's be real. Okay. Moving on. I'm done with these trolls. <laughs> Anyways. All right. It's Super Bowl weekend, man. Any, what is your favorite Super Bowl snack? This is easy. Come on, guys. JK's Buffalo Dip. Ooh, damn. That's good. That's good. That is, that is high on the list. This weekend. Huh? That means I got to make it this weekend. It does. Okay. Here. One has to go. This is the game we'll play and we'll end it out. One has to go for. Um, I don't like your games today yes, you already. Do. Yes, you do. Here, I got you. This one's easy, man. This isn't. This is just how, what your gut feels, okay? Beer, wings, pizza. One has to go for Super Bowl weekend. I'm getting rid of beer because I'm tired of drinking. I I felt that. I felt that. What about <laughs> you, Pete? One got to go. Hot take. Hot take. All right, let's get rid of the pizza and keep the hot wings. Wings I'm, are the must stay, no matter what. Yeah, the wings are the must stay. And I'm kind of just like, but if the wings are too hot, I'll need the beer. So the pizza might have to go too. Damn. Damn, I miss not, pizza. No. <laughs> I miss pizza right now. I love you, pizza. Oh, man. This is what happens when Arash is in here. And sometimes I just take over and I just let things go off the rails. And then we just started talking about food for a while. Yeah, yeah. we're done. You're going to cut this part out. <laughs> oh, I, this is the first thing that's going up. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm cutting this. And I'm like, yo, this is going out right now. Uh, do you guys – okay, no, I won't I won't do it. Fine. I was going to ask a random question, but I won't. Nah, we're good. So we'll, <laughs> we'll come back next week. We'll see what happens after this weekend. Should be fun. All right, then we go into NBA. why Tom Brady hates me next season. Cool. We're going to go into the NFL offseason. There's a lot to talk about. But I won't yep. do it here. All right, y'all. Make all right, sure you subscribe. Everyone, make, sure you subscribe. make sure you do all the things that I need you to do. Later, like, boys. Like, do my laundry. Peace. Peace.